This is a Federal News Network podcast. When Congress decreed that certain Vietnam War Navy veterans could get help for exposure to Agent Orange, VA had a challenge. How do you verify who was on what ship and when 50 years ago? The Veterans Benefits Administration turned to the National Archives and Records Administration, which has all the ship's logs tucked away. For what happened next, we turn to NARA archivist Sarah Herman. Ms. Herman, good to have you on. Hi, thanks for having me. Tell us what you had to do exactly. You had to dig out ship's logs, uh, and then what? Or Tell us about this. <laughs> so this has been a massive project for us. It's a, it's a great example of an interagency collaboration between two very large um, agencies. We, about a year ago, we were contacted by a representative from the VBA, and they wanted to know how we could go about systematically digitizing Vietnam War-era U.S. Navy and Coast Guard deck logs. Um, at the time, they were proactively preparing for that expected passage of that law, um, which would extend the disability compensation to service personnel who serve within 12 nautical miles off the coast of Vietnam and Cambodia. As you mentioned, we hold those logs, and so even though we're not involved in administrating the claims, uh, they needed the information that was held there. These logs, are they books, or what, what do they look like physically? So physically, they are, for the Navy side, a standard form. Um, they're paper, loose sheets, that had previously been bound in a post binder, but NARA had done work many years ago to remove them from those binders, place them into archival housing, good uh, folders. They're in good condition, um, stored in archival boxes. Got it. And what did the original captains write in? Was it pencil or pen? Pen. It was pen. So they, they usually had a rough log, which would have been in pencil, and that would have been a scrawled notes that were usually a little more difficult to read. And then there would be something called a smooth log, and that's the final version that we maintain. And that's written in pen and generally in a painstaking, tidy handwriting. Interesting. So in many ways, you have an organic connection to the, those, those sailors of long ago. Very much so. All right. So why did they need to be digitized, if you could just read them? <laughs> so there were thousands and thousands of logs that are relevant for the Vietnam era. And because the location information is scattered throughout, it would have taken an individual many hours to go through and read them. Um, so to make the jobs easier for the claims adjudicators on the VBA side, they wanted to create a process system that would contain that location information so that they could quickly, using the ship name or the hull number, figure out whether or not a sailor on that ship was uh, covered by the new law. And in digitizing them, was it simply a matter of making images of them, or did the information that was handwritten somehow get made into a digital searchable format? So the digitization itself um, does not make that does not immediately become searchable. The VBA contractors are going through and extracting that information and capturing it in electronic format so that it's searchable. And can that be done by character recognition, or does someone have to just read it and type it over? It can't be done by character rec- recognition. Unfortunately. Optical character recognition, or OCR, is not quite at the point where you can use it for this yet. Since the logs are handwritten, the number of individuals writing them over the years differed greatly, um, many different examples of handwriting. So it had to be done manually. Um, All right, and the original digitization then was a matter of scanning, and how, how did you accomplish that? 
So the digitization itself is being done in a scanning facility that is contracted by the VBA. The contractor uses industry-leading scanners, which combine high-speed production capacity with technology that yields high-resolution images. Since the deck logs are archival materials and we are committed to ensuring that they are safely scanned, we work very closely with the VBA and the contractor to make sure that the scanners met our standards. We inspected the facility, we trained the staff, and we worked closely with them to make sure that the scanner settings were safe for archival records. We're speaking with Sarah Herman. She's an archivist at the National Archives and Records Administration. And in looking at the records and these old logs, did you find anything that was particularly interesting? Like, gosh, I didn't know they saw mermaids that day back in 1967. (laughs) So one of the fun things that you find in these logs that may not be as well known uh, is that on January 1st of most years, you'll find a poem in the Navy deck log. It's just a fun little quirk that exhibits some of the creativity of the sailors. So that's always a fun thing to look for. Yeah, so that might make a small book, I guess, if you could gather all the poems of all the ship's logs. You might be able to publish that. And That's true. So the records, though, the paper was, I guess the original paper was such that it could stand up to, to moving and scanning? Absolutely. These are modern modern records. It was very high-quality paper at the time. They've been preserved now at the National Archives for the last 20 or 30 years, and they're in very good condition. And Anything that was not in good condition, we pulled out for our conservators to work on. Sure. I guess you could put it by hand in a scanner, maybe, if it was wrinkled or, or torn or something. And th- how were they stored in the first place? Were they in College Park? in some kind of a temperature-controlled, humidity-controlled situation? The Navy logs are located in College Park. Um, Our stacks are temperature and humidity-controlled. We have standards that we apply. They have been uh, safely preserved for years. And Hollywood imagery notwithstanding, could you get your hands on them pretty quickly? Absolutely. Uh, These are some of our most highly requested records. So NARA had... Excellent finding aids. We were ready to to work with the VA on this one. So, when you say they were your most, they're among your most often requested. Why is that? They generally serve two of our main customer bodies, and that includes our, our veterans. So, veterans have been accessing them from the National Archives for decades for the same purpose that the VBA is looking for them. And then they also are used by historians and other other researchers. And if a veteran wants to check a record, how does that work? Can they go to College Park and someone will bring them out that record onto a table they can look at? Absolutely. And they can also contact us uh, through our off-site reference process, and we would uh, mail them a copy. So you can, uh, that was my next question, you can make copies or locally one-of types of copies without reverting to a contractor. Mm-hmm. The only reason this needed to go through the contractor process is because it's such a high volume of records and the turnaround that the VBA was looking for because they needed to start serving those claims January 1st of 2020. It was such a fast turnaround. We could not have done that in-house. And are you finished with the project or is it still ongoing? It is ongoing. We anticipate that we'll be completely finished with both the Navy and Coast Guard portions by midsummer. How many sheets in total do you estimate are involved? So to date, we've done over 20 million images. Oh, my Lord. And we're about halfway, so puts it into perspective. Wow. So these are logs that were kept daily. They were. Generally, for each day, you have, in addition to the 
daily record of where the ship was and what was happening on it. You also have a weather date page that covers what was happening in the atmosphere, the temperature of the water, things like that. Interesting. Well, this sounds like something that has occupied you personally for what are you going to do after this is over? Oh, we've got lots more to do. Sarah Herman is millions an ac- of feet. <laughs> Sarah Herman is an archivist at the National Archives and Records Administration. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on your schedule. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash Podcast One to learn more and start your free trial.